Welcome back to season three of the Salt and Shadows podcast. After witnessing an uprising in the glorification of productivity and positivity, our podcast was born out of a felt necessity for real, accessible education for wholesome healing. Our goal is to bring our communities conversation and education that sparks empowerment for how to actually live a fulfilled and magical existence. In this season three of our podcast, we are so excited to welcome locals from where we live in Skagit Valley, Washington, to share in their intentional, magical living practices. We are, we are your, your hosts, host, Courtney Klopp of the lifestyle brand Self Care Creature, and Diana Marshall, specializing in spiritual rehabilitation with Safe Passage Tarot. We hope you enjoy this episode. Today we are welcoming in Monica Crossan with us to the studio. Thank you Hi. for being here. Thank you for having me. Yay. Monica is a witch, author, and master gardener. If she's not in the garden, she can be found in her beloved forest, communing with the fae and dancing in the rain. Author of The Magical Family, Wild Magical Soul, published by Llewellyn Worldwide. Regular contributor to Enchanted Living Magazine and contributor to many almanacs, companion books, calendars, and date books. Would you like to share anything extra about yourself? That actually about covers it. (laughs) (laughs) A little bit of everything. Yes. But also a lot. You know so much. Jack of all trades. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And you've had time to kind of dip your hands into things. I have. I have. So, yeah. How long have you... Okay. First of all, you identify as a witch. Yes. A specific kind of witch? Um, no, I guess I would be considered more eclectic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know? same. Just like kind of a hedge witch, but I'm kind of everywhere. Just, yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. I kind of feel like that's the witchy path, too. Like, you, you start somewhere and then you, you go into different right. things and, like, acquire different skills and learn different things, too, because well, that's what I you do. Well, I started in, like, traditional Wicca. You okay. know, and it's like have to do this and I'm going to follow this and this and that and then as I grew in you know along my journey and just getting older it's just like you know what I can do this and I can do this and I'm comfortable here and I kind of pulled from which I think a lot of us do yeah yeah start pulling from here and there and what makes sense to you and and what feels good you know yeah it's your path yes how long have you been practicing would you say oh over 30 years. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Do you still... Well, no, you said that you don't necessarily think you're, like, traditional Wiccan now. You're more eclectic. Yeah. More eclectic yeah, about everything. Yeah. 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 And um, this is the first time I've asked you these specific questions, and we've literally been in the same coven together. Right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Monica so was our high priestess of the very first coven that I've been a part of. And not only I've been in many covens, I'm now in only (laughs) my second coven, but yes, Monica is a great teacher and knows many things. Thank you. Yes. Yes. And I have many of her books too, so. And so many recipes. You share so many recipes too. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's just, um, like the book I'm writing now, I'm doing the same thing because, you know, teas and tinctures and things like that, just stuff you... You learn and put together. It's yeah. nice. They're simple. Get them out there. Yeah. Give people a starting point. That's kind of what I'm trying to do mm-hmm. so that you can just pick up from it and go on your own. Yeah. 
And so that's why a lot of my instructions, if people read my book, are you'll see a lot of thank your deity in your own way or do this or that. It's yeah. just like mm -hmm. I'm trying to be a guide but not give you every single line. You know, like this is what you need to say to yeah. the God because I said so. Right. <laughs> trying not to frame it in such a way where right. it has to be specific where someone right. can still make it their own. Right. And because yeah. I think it's very important that we connect with the spirits or guides or um, the goddesses, gods of your particular area mm -hmm. in your mm -hmm. own way. I mean, you're going to have right. your own connection with them. It's going to be different than my connection with them. Yeah. So I think it's really important that you do, you know, you don't, I mean, I, I, as a, someone who writes books, and I'm telling you, <laughs> you don't have to do what the books say, Yeah. but, you know, it, it's, there, there, there is a guide. It's like, yeah. You know, it's like with magical herbs, you know, mm -hmm. I might pick up an herb and I'm going to go, oh my gosh, it says in this book that I use this herb for A, B, and C in magic. Mm -hmm. But if you pick up that herb and it, it's telling you in some way, you know, like maybe traditionally it's an herb that you would use for courage or something in spells for or charms or, or something like that and mm -hmm. you're like no I'm feeling very peaceful with this herb there's a yeah. different connection with this herb yeah. then use it for that that's what that yeah. herb is for you yeah and so that's kind of what I want to teach people you know yeah. uh, it's just go out there and connect and and vibe and do your thing it's yeah you know, not my way. It's not their way. It's yours. So yeah. That's kind of my thing. Yeah, totally. That's beautiful. I feel like that's very in alignment, too, of yeah, the path that Diana and I are on and so many other people that we've been interviewing this season, too. It's, yeah, it's helping the, the work of helping an individual figure out who they are and who what their truth is and just, like, stumble along the path and figure that out for themselves within a guided structure because this whole world right. can be, like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> right, right, exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah, and if you're just trying to like trudge along and feel your way along, it's not necessarily always feeling like the right, right thing for you either. It, it's nice to hear that others are feeling their way around, and that's okay to do. Exactly, it's okay right. to wander and to find what works for you. And I think kind of like a common phrase I've heard, and I'm not sure where it came from, so we can talk about that if anybody knows. But the take what you want and leave the rest yes yeah with with being a witch like and that comes with every path no matter what it is that you believe in or where you feel connected to god or anything like that it is if that part is what feels right for you that's what you take if there's something along that that doesn't seem to fit you don't have to keep that for yourself right and i really love that that's part of the outlook of being a witch because otherwise you are definitely within a like formed organized faith or religion right in some way and so. I've dealt with that a little bit um years ago I remember I was part of a group thing with some other witches from some other some other groups and I remember one in particular from another group and we were going to do this performance for like it was a Unitarian church or kind of thing oh, like neat. a Samhain kind of thing to show what we do yeah and so they choreographed this thing, one person did, but 
one of the ladies, I was, like, she would stop you. You do not hold the broom that way. Oh, wow. Do not walk that way. Do not do that. Mm-hmm. And then do not wear your, you know, it was very, oh, very, rigid. very, very rigid. And I remember at that time, it's like, this is... Doesn't feel right. Doesn't feel right for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, because I'm not. Cause I, yeah, I like to wander around in my. Yeah, if I want to wear my, yeah. my cloak, yeah, you know, like on Tuesday, I will. <laughs> and yeah. I go out and, and do what I want. And I, I don't think, at least the spirits that I connect with, give a shit. You know, right. whether I'm like turning. Yeah. I mean, you know, there are things that that we do and I think it's mostly because yeah it's tradition there's tradition with going in a clockwise pattern absolutely you know and and this or that and they have certain connections and I understand why we do it but yeah it's yeah sorry go ahead oh I was just gonna say I feel like there's a time and a place for rigid ceremonies honoring traditions and there's also the space for discovering what works for you exactly yeah Yeah. exactly yeah and there's such a thing as policing people Mm. too closely for and and we can see that in all walks of faith too where people come into a place where they start policing others and what they do and right that's what we're trying to move away from yeah 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 so with some of that being shared what are some of your personal practices or ways that you like to connect with your own magic or your own guides I'm very much, uh, I guess you would call it, I do a lot of um, solitary work and I go into nature Mm -hmm. and I'm very much, and that's me because I live in the woods, you know, and I can tell people, you should be in nature and do this, but (laughs) if you live in an apartment, you're not going to be naked on the balcony, maybe, I mean, that's cool, right? but But, I mean, I can do that, so I have specific places and I'm very much, I work with that, I guess it's a hedge rider where you're between, you know, mm. between my world and the other world. And I have perfect spaces for that because I do live between the water and the earth. Mm. And there's yeah. like, you know, specific areas where I do specific work, where I connect to specific spirits, mm-hmm. um, my guides, and a lot of them are of nature so there's specific trees mm-hmm. and like I said just these certain areas and I go and I do my thing and then I I can go home and as far as group work right now I mean most of what I do is it's very solitary yeah you know yeah I'd say for me too yeah yeah for the most part I mean Diana and I do some things together and we yeah. offer our new moon ceremonies <clears throat> but Largely, I'd say my practice is solitary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. uh, yeah, For me at this time, there are some of the same people that Diana um, knows that do come over, and most of it is like witch crafts, you know, that kind of thing with a little little thing of you know, like okay, let's light some candles and do this. Yeah, it's very simple. Even recently, with with our own group, we had. in bulk, and we all created candles. Right. Yeah. That's so exactly like a, what we did. We did candles yeah. and Bridget crosses. So, yes. you know, it's yes. very kind of crafty. You're snacking. It's like, okay, now let's do this. Yeah. And just very low key, which yeah. I, I'm cool with because I, I'm a, like a solitary creature. Yeah. And <laughs> it's just like when I want to do serious work, it's typically me and 
the spirits that I'm, I'm working with. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. I feel really drawn to what you said in your bio here about communing with the Fae. And yeah. I'm wondering if you could expand on that a little bit. So for me, a lot of the energy that I work with are is our forest spirits. Mm. Forest so, spirits? Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. So it would be fairy beings and, and, mm -hmm. and things like that. I talk more about that in my second book than I do in my first book. Is that the magical... Uh, wild magical soul. Wild magical soul. Yeah. And the reason why it doesn't have a K, if you look at the I title... I did see that, yeah. <laughs> is because uh, when talking to my publisher, we decided that I was going to try to make it to where the information was comfortable with every for everyone mm -hmm. so not just yeah. magical uh practitioners it, right like if anybody wants to like connect with the earth mm -hmm. in a in a certain way they could read this book and kind of get it they could because i have a lot of magic in it but then i also have a lot of just how to reconnect mm -hmm. like, yeah you know just yeah in a mundane way i guess yeah. So, and it brings it back to the root of things, which is what I appreciate right. because you're talking about the elements, you're talking right. about the spirits of the land, and exactly. things like that, which is kind of what it seems like you do in yeah. your personal practice is connecting right. with the land and the spirits of the land and um, the river and the mountains. Exactly. And, yeah. and what I also tried to express was the spirits of my land are different than the spirits of your land. Mm -hmm. right? So if I say, "Oh, I'm doing this," and I tell this story about how I connected with this. Uh, you know, this being, um, no, you're not going to be able to connect with unless you're like at this tree with me doing this or that. Right. right. Try to connect with your spirits. Yes. Yeah. They're there. And, you know, it's, it's, it's kind of just getting people back, back to the land. Yeah. I think, I think that's we beautiful. all need that. So. Yeah. Very much so. Very important. Yeah. More than ever right now to be more connected back to mother earth. Yeah. For sure. Definitely. And I feel like that is literally what connects us all. Like, we're all experiencing this life on this planet within nature in some way yeah. or form. So all of us, no matter where we're from, what we're doing, we can all find a way to reconnect through nature. Right. Because well, we're we all, all have in, that in common. All interconnected. Yeah. All of right. us. And we just need to remember that and kind of just get back to that. And yeah, it's, yeah. 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 Or start building it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Where, where it wasn't built before. <laughs> so, what would you say are some of your strongest values that you base your work on? Strongest values? Yeah. I don't know. Um, or other things that you use as kind of a compass in your life, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I've always... I try to be the best me that I can be and I want to be an example to others that mm -hmm. that you can do anything and you know through through whatever trials whatever age and even my magic I mean I try to just it's just trying to be positive and and telling people you know what you're broken or if I'm broken, or, you know, whatever I'm feeling, that there's always hope. And mm -hmm. that with work, that you have to do the work, that that anything is possible. And yeah. I don't know. It's just, you know, I try to show strength and 
um, resilience and that nothing is ever that bad. I mean, bad things happen, but we can all pull ourselves through it and, you know, mm. and I don't know, we all have, you know, the Insta, the <laughs> Insta, um, <laughs> Instagram vision that maybe, and even in like, even if let's look at my Instagram, you'll look at my pictures and I have a certain way that I do them mm -hmm. and you'll notice it's blurred around the edges a little bit mm -hmm. and a little bit dark. And that's just a sign to tell you, you know what, this is a pretty picture, but there's always more to the story mm. and that, you know, I'm not, no one's perfect. Mm -hmm. Not And I don't know. Yeah. Oh, that's I beautiful. There, but. Yeah. It almost feels like you're kind of going into the conversation of like shadow work and like yeah. helping people to fully accept themselves despite exactly. the hardships that are around them and things exactly. like that. Exactly. Yeah. And I've had to fight with that with myself, you know? I mean, that's been maybe a lot of my work. It's just accepting who I am mm. and loving myself despite uh, my flaws and, you know, just being, being happy with who I am, what life brings me. I feel like it's you really simple. like stayed true to like what your heart has always led you through yeah. and said to you. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. 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 And kind of sharing that with others and helping them along that path as well. Yeah, because I, I, a lot of people do, they, like I get a lot of private messages and, and things like that from people who are like, I'm in this place and what can... People will ask me for spells and stuff too, and I usually don't give those out because I don't, you know, I'll be like, okay, here's, here's a guideline, mm -hmm. but, but something I'm going to do specifically isn't going to help you. Yeah. You need to help yourself and then here's right. a starting point. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, you know. Yeah. I like that. I get this vision of the things that you are describing of like almost like sewing with a golden thread hook through just what you're describing and helping people and it creates that sowing hope in creates the strength and I just right yeah I love that yes <laughs> yes <laughs> did that come out okay yeah. how yes. do I translate this yeah how would you say you did you would define shadow work I hear you kind of talking about it but do you like what would you say that oh, is for me it's like it's really hard it's mm -hmm. going deep you know mm -hmm. Just yeah. really, really getting in there. A lot of times I've done um, ecstatic you know, dancing, mm. things like that. Love just that. to like, I, I actually do share a story uh, in Wild Magical Soul about a time it was just raining and there was some stuff happening in my life. Mm -hmm. And I just went out completely nude and was out there and just like this twirling twirling and like on your property where you live I actually went over to um what is now um it's owned by a, a trust oh, so okay. it's oh. yeah it's a it's next door okay and because it was a little more just open, open yeah and I did that there and I just remember going deep enough within me 
that I could like see myself mm. and it was this me kind of younger and just I don't know this twirling and then going into mm. this dark space and pulling at her you know pulling at yourself mm-hmm. and just like I've got you Oh my gosh, that's such a beautiful <laughs> way to just, just... Yeah, but yeah, it's a lot of what my work, and it's a lot, I do a lot, I spend a lot of winters, it's dark here. Yes. <laughs> yes. yes. You know? So, so yeah. It definitely yeah. sets you up for that specifically, doing all the shadow work because of all the darkness, for sure. Yeah. That's and, a, oh, sorry. No, go ahead. I was going to say that's just really beautiful imagery for what you're describing as shadow work, and I love that that's literally a practice that you're sharing that you can do to reach that place, but also just to say that shadow work is like going inside of yourself and finding the younger versions of yourself that need support, and like to remind yourself through all the layers of who you've been and who you've become that I'm here for you and I've got you. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's fucking hard. And it's work. hard. <laughs> I like how that was the very first thing you said. Just like it's hard. Yes. Very hard. Yeah. yeah. Just getting into those deeper things that I mean, that's literally what it is, well, right? It's it's, it's the things you don't want to go. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah, I don't want to go there. Yeah, I don't. I I want to. I'm very much a lot of times in my mundane life, mm-hmm. like like avoid. I you know totally. I, <laughs> I'm just like pushing stuff all the time it's yeah. like I'm not dealing with that now yeah <laughs> and sometimes you can't happen. right right yeah when right. how do you decipher that for yourself like when it is time to like d- dive into something deeper oh or... I can feel it like it okay. just like resonates and mm-hmm. it's like I gotta I gotta deal with this yeah it's like, or it's gonna kill me yeah <laughs> right? it's yeah 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 I have, a, I have a teacher that says what comes up is the work that must be done oh and I think that's, but to your point too, Diana, is like being able to decipher within yourself if you have the capacity for that, but then also deciphering when you can bring that in, because yeah. if we continue to just keep pushing it back and pushing yeah. it down, that's just perpetuating old patterns exactly. and cycles and you don't end up being able to heal. Well, like yeah. even physically, I mean, emotionally right. and, and mm. physically that would just manifest in, into all kinds of things that, yeah. yeah. Just not good. And you can just be, I mean, not every moment of your day is going to be free to be able to step away and take care of those things. Like you're going to have obligations and things come up, family, whatever it might be. You can't just go, hold up, I got to go do my shadow work for a minute. (laughs) Right, exactly. (laughs) But it's about like actually like knowing when you need to say, I can't do that right now, but making space for it so that you can, so that it doesn't keep like piling up and piling up too. Yeah. And getting to know yourself, the more you get to know yourself, the better you understand when that needs to happen too. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Integrating that self-awareness, at least a piece of self-awareness for me recently, that's been really big is recognizing like, what is my shit and what is somebody else's? And in in that differentiation, being able to take a step back and not react as much in the moment. <clears throat> Excuse me. Got a little tickle in my throat. Well, it's hard, like, for me. Like, I take on, I don't know, maybe it's being a mom, an oldest child, a cancer. <laughs> you know, it's just, like, all this stuff. It's like, I want to take on everybody's, mm. like, you love very deeply. Yeah. yeah. Let me, you're in pain. Let me, because, you know, I'm the strong one. And in, in my family, I even, you know, between my husband and I, it was me who took care of 
everything. Mm, you know, yeah. like yeah. you know, and as an oldest sister, you take on yeah everything. the responsibility, yeah. the caregiver yeah. role, right, right, yeah. right. And it's hard for me to let go, even now, even though I have a son who's going to be thirty years old. Um, I heard recently of some stuff that might be, you know, like, and it. I have at some point you have to go, you know, like that and say. Keep them at arm's length. Yeah, push you can away. do this. You yeah. can do this all yeah. by yourself. Oh, you kind can, of place those. Yeah, boundaries yeah. Place and, the boundaries and protect yeah. because it's just like yeah. can be a lot. Yeah, yeah, a lot for one person to anybody. You know, just to take on, take on, take on, take okay. on. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Would you say boundaries are a big part of shadow work then? Oh yeah. 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 Exactly. Yeah. Especially yeah. when you come from, because I know that you also you're the only witch in your family mm-hmm. and you come from a family that's very involved in the community and giving and everything. So I think that can be really difficult too when the people around you have always kind of led in that way right? by stepping up and saying, actually, I'm not going to be there as often as right. you and do as much as you. Yeah. Like that can be really hard too. Yeah. And that was really hard for me because there was a point in my life where I was like, okay, I'm going to be there every single day. And then I'm like, I am on the board for that. Yes. Okay, <laughs> yeah, I got it. I got it. Oh, you want me to write a play? Totally. I'm on it. Yeah. And let's do, you know, and I, I did and all that. And then where that. are you? Exactly. So there's, there's no was, Monica left. Right. Gone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so, yeah. And that was part of my shadow work, too. It's like, and that's hard. It's hard for me to say no. I'm, not, I'm, a, I'm a yes person. Yeah. I can relate to that very deeply. I think so many of us are, especially yeah. those that have that like caretaker, yeah. uh, healer tendency, empaths that like feel right. energy feel, and, yeah. and know what it's like to feel so many of those things. Mm-hmm. We automatically want to jump in and, and help out. And I'm seeing that in my daughter. She's picked that up. And I've been, you know, like kind of there saying, okay, this is what. I've learned and this is how to deal with this and you know what it's okay it's okay to say no Mm. so anyway I'm curious to hear from both of you with your background so closely tied to like religion and then finding your way into your own path through like identifying as a witch can we speak a little more to this line of towing like I think we've talked to it about it briefly in other episodes but just the selfless service and that giving 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 and coming to this place of being like, well, maybe I guess this is exactly what we're talking about, but this is what I'm hearing, that selfless place of where you're constantly giving that a lot of people say is like in service of God, in alignment with God, but then you find a different space to be able to say like, no, I still need to be able to find myself to have that place to serve from. Does that sound right? Or I don't know, how might you decipher that? It's not really a direct question. I'm just, I'm just sharing. What's... Um, no, I totally get what, what you mean. Okay. And, um, yeah, for a long time, I did serve, it felt like from a different place. Mm-hmm. Um, now, actually, I mean, I still serve. It's, kind of, it's from the same place. Yeah. But I have to know that it's important for me to serve you. I have to take care of myself. Yeah. So... In order to do that, I'm going to only be able to serve on this day and, you know, designate this day yeah. for me. And mm-hmm. it's become easier as I've gotten older. On the mm-hmm. other hand, you know, even, like, 
I wanted my kids. I, 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 and I wanted to represent the pagan community because, and especially when my kids were growing up and when I was uh, younger. Like right now, I mean, it's kind of just opening up. And it's easier for us to be out there with a big, you know, pentacle or whatever on. Sure, and um, sure. be out there and you're not getting as much, you know, like the whispers and, and things like that. And but it wasn't always like that. It wasn't always like that. Yeah. And so that 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 was difficult. But when actually the I found a, a pagan community through um through our homeschooling association and it, it was we started doing things together and doing oh, things to help and doing this mm-hmm. or that. And so for people to look at that, I, I don't know, I thought, and I wanted my kids to be a part of that. Um, wow, look, they do stuff too. You mm-hmm. know, it's not just the churches or right, whatever. Right, you know, yeah, yeah. We do service. We've helped at the community garden. We've at the food bank and I'm wearing my shirt you know whatever yes yeah. uh, let's speak to your shirt for a moment practice safe hex yes I love it <laughs> that's if, my favorite shirt actually what if someone shirt. doesn't know what a hex is or I mean I feel like maybe just the general connotation of a hex is like something bad like when you hex someone right can right. you speak to what a safe hex is <laughs> <laughs> is it just like safe sex just be safe about just it be safe about it <laughs> when you're protecting you. I mean, you know, anything that's just like to help create this bubble so Mm. where the nasty shit of whatever is out here, it doesn't have to be somebody like I'm like Like cursing (laughs) you or something like that. To me, it's more like just creating a safe bubble Mm. and almost a boundary in itself. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, I've never thought of it that way. So, yeah, that's practicing safe hex. Yeah. (laughs) I like it. Hey, Diana here. I just wanted to take a moment to interrupt this episode and let you know that if you're hearing anything that resonates with you, Courtney and I are available for a two-on-one session. We call these our Salt and Shadow Sessions, and this unique offering is both available online or in person at our LaConnor Washington studio. It's a little bit of a combination of lifestyle coaching, a dual tarot and oracle card reading, as well as some ritual integrations and energy clearing. We also would greatly appreciate it if you would please subscribe, download, and share this podcast to help it reach more people. To stay up to date on our offerings and events, you can also sign up for our full moon newsletter. You can book a session with us, sign up for emails, or subscribe to the podcast via the link found in the details section of whatever listening platform you're currently tuning in on. We have a deep-rooted mission to bring accessible and sustainable education for wholesome healing to both our local and online communities. Our goal is to provide safe space that sparks empowerment within you so that you can know how to actually live a fulfilled and magical existence. May you remember the peace and the power you hold within yourself at all times. Enjoy the rest of this episode. On the topic of what we're talking about with, um, like, knowing where to say no as far as giving is concerned, Mm -hmm. I think... 
there's something within all of us that feel a resistance for how much certain systems tell us to sacrifice ourselves for, whether that be religions, whether that would be your workplace and capitalism. I think we all get to a point where we really get sick of being told that we can't be ourselves. We can't be individuals. We have to show up and appear like something that represents something that's not us. Mm-hmm. Right. And in our own way, we find this space of like, I'm not really okay with this any longer. I need to be able to express myself. And so in this way, because I'm recognizing this for myself, I need to place a boundary there and not choose that part of it. Mm -hmm. Because if you leave it up to outside sources and outside structures, especially within society, they're going to find every way to basically dehumanize you whether it be your time, what you wear, how you express yourself, you know, any of those things that are more of an individual aspect, they're going to ask you to leave it at the door. And I think we get kind of tired of being told to not show up as ourselves. Exactly. And so we start taking up that space in our own way, whether that leads us into witchy practices or not. I feel like it's just something that if we're healthy and we have kind of an understanding of who we are and we have the right support in that maybe we don't always but it does help to have the right support in that to make those decisions then you can actually start like figuring out and like being okay with it but it's really hard for a lot of people yeah and I think that's a lot of the kind of work we do too with talking to people too is when you come from a background where they tell you to be a good person is to sacrifice yourself basically it's really hard to take and, and to it like feel selfish when you exactly when you do it. Uh, yeah exactly yeah. it makes you start feeling you start feeling the the guilt the guilt of mm-hmm. the things that you're not doing despite the fact that you're basically not doing anything for yourself right right <laughs> and that's where it's kind of like wait something's got to give cuz i'm the one showing up for all of these things and yet i'm giving nothing back to myself like that's really unbalanced and then we start trying to find more of a balanced outlook and it's like wait a minute this doesn't really match where I've been. Right. And you mm-hmm. kind of have to start like going in a different direction, if that makes sense. Yeah, I feel yeah. like what you're speaking to are like the systems of oppression that right. largely our nation has been built upon. And yeah. this description of like finding yourself, which is so healing, is completely liberating. And our structures in our society really try to keep us from knowing ourselves and expressing ourselves because it's so powerful. Yeah. Yeah. And they can't really, like, control the outcome of things if they're right. not doing that. So. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Would you mind telling us the difference between what being pagan and being Wiccan is? How you might break that down? Well, paganism is, like, the umbrella. Okay. And so, like, if you identify as Wiccan or heathen or as a witch or even as, you know, a druid or, or whatever, mm-hmm. they all fall under that umbrella of paganism. Okay. So if I say I'm a pagan, yeah, I'm a pagan as in, mm. let's say a Christian says they're a Christian, but mm. they might be a Baptist uh, or a Lutheran or Catholic. Okay. Gotcha. And so I'm a witch that would be under that, that umbrella. Okay. And my first book was uh, with the title, it was because I wanted that umbrella. Mm. Though I was a practicing witch, mm-hmm. um, 
the magical family. It was what pagan living in harmony with nature. I can't even remember the title of my own book. <laughs> and, um, so I wanted every. It was that whole umbrella that I was trying yeah. to to cover. And also, when my kids were growing up, I didn't necessarily because and because of how you were raised too. So you would understand this. I don't want to tell my kids. This is, you have to be a witch. I'm a witch. You have to be a witch. Yeah. yeah. I wanted it to let them be open and yeah. like you can explore whatever you want. Mm-hmm. But doing pagan practice, which is, you know, it was more, it was more loose. It was gardening and connecting with the earth and yeah. doing this and that and not necessarily just, you know, like. You have to do it this way. You have way. to do it this way. Yeah. So even though I have to say when my son decided he wanted to be a Buddhist, I was like, but, but <laughs> a witch. <laughs> and that lasted five seconds. And yeah, yeah. I took him to the Unitarian Church and went with them, and we listened to speakers. So you know, yeah. I I think that's what we should be doing. Yeah, you know? yeah. yeah. And you we know? carry. I mean, even within so many faiths. I mean, even throughout Christianity. I can find things to connect to God through those teachings. It's just yeah. not the entire framework that I commit to. Right. Right. Yeah. Because I can still see so many of the lessons and so much of the benefit of many of the messages within scripture as well. And right. I, I don't like knock any of those things. Exactly. It's just the way a lot of them have been structured and Well, a lot of the teachings that you're going to see in the Bible are the same teachings that you're gonna find in Buddhist writings or Hindu or wherever. Yeah, very Because similar. they're just good values. <laughs> a lot of it, you yeah. know, it's just like, yeah, yeah that's cool. That's, but it's just, yeah. like you said, it's the structure. Of, you right, know. right. It's it's the part that isn't individual, right. that isn't from you, that for the most part isn't really speaking for you. Right. So, right. yeah. And yeah. for me, the, it's the pieces of religion that are like, it's all the different religions that say... It's this way, and this yes. is the only and way. This, this is the, only the way. And right that's, way. From being a, from the time I was a kid, that just didn't make sense to me. I'm like, how are all these different religions saying the exact same thing and not getting along? Like that makes no yeah. sense to me. Well, if you what? also look into it, a lot of their mythologies are very, very similar. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. But of course, theirs is the only one that's right. You right? Know, yeah. yeah. There were a lot of arcs. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. A lot of floods. Yeah. <laughs> I always thought it was like really interesting for me because a lot of, I feel like a lot of churches are actually coming to this understanding that a lot of Christian holidays are connected directly to pagan holidays. Right. Which I was told because within the religion I was brought up in, that was a very specific reason why you didn't they didn't celebrate those exactly. holidays because it was associated with being pagan. Right. But then I would say, well, what does it mean to be pagan? They could never answer that question. They could never tell me what it meant to be pagan. It was just, was if it, you're pagan, it's wrong. So was it because they didn't want you to know what pagans were? Or was it because they I think in know? some ways they didn't even know. So, yeah. It was just exactly. what they were told. And exactly. It's just yeah. borrowing, like, if it's wrong, it's wrong. You don't question it. Right. And I was questioning it. But then when I would come to understand what pagan actually means, it was like, wait. Like, this is what we're so angry about? <laughs> right, right, right. Like, <laughs> especially considering it's not at all what so many people would say it was yeah. either. Even if they didn't know exactly what it was, 
they would certainly have opinions of what it was. And then going and actually find out, finding out none of those opinions were correct, like for the most part. And just knowing that that's typically how people actually come across things and really how much they really understand about things. And yeah. it's important to know for yourself too. And now that I actually know what pagan means, it's like, if I would have known that yeah. as a child, I probably could have made a lot clearer decisions. Exactly. Maybe not as a child, but you know, as yeah, I too, grew too. and things like that too. But mm -hmm. so much of that isn't even taught to us because they don't want you to know. No, no, they don't. Yeah. Gosh, um, they're trying to get rid of it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> what was funny in it was this year, um, volunteering at the food bank and a lot of the Christian ladies and I love them. Um, one of them, it was something about Christmas and I think somebody like snarked about, um, I, I was on a card or something said Xmas oh. and they were like, Oh, it's so sad that they're kicking the Christ out of Christmas. And I'm like, but was he really ever there? <laughs> and I was feeling pretty yeah. you know, bold with that. Yeah. And she's like, well, it was, it's his birthday. I'm like, mm, not really. And then we kind of talked about it and, yeah. and I didn't push and I wasn't mean, but yeah, it's, just it's like, not like a huge thing, but yeah. just like keep the Christ in Christmas is like, it actually wasn't there <laughs> in the beginning for yeah. a very long time. I mean, yeah. yeah. At least especially not specifically that calendar date. Right, right. Because exactly. Easter yeah. is either, or am I, I don't know. <laughs> when was his birthday then? Or how, they why? I think somewhere people? probably in the spring, but it yeah. wouldn't be Easter. Uh, Easter is an other, right? Ri you know, the dying and rising gods. I mean, all yeah, of yeah. them, even Easter Christ just kind of took those, those on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So. And a lot of that at the time, which I think is why a lot of people don't know how involved church and government always right. have been. And so when the government saw that a lot of like church holidays or just anybody's holidays weren't working with their schedules and when they needed people to show up, they just kind of like blanketed all the different holidays together too. Right. Yeah. And well, it, got, it, yeah. it got the pagans into church too. I mean, they took yeah. their holidays, they put cathedrals on their sacred sites and yeah. of course they're going to come and mm -hmm. then, you know, the government told them they had to come. Right. So. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. it, you know, it, it eased them into Christianity a bit too, I think. Yeah. So. Can we speak to some of these holidays? Because for me, like, learning about Yule and, like, the tradition of bringing, like, a tree in and the way that they decorated it, when I learned that, my mind just exploded. I was like, what? <laughs> like, yeah. Christmas tree? Yule tree? Like, that, oh, yeah. Was, yeah. that was yeah amazing to learn about, like, the original tradition of that. But were there anything else that either of you, that comes to mind for either well, of you? Well, a lot of the traditions. Easter, too. Well, Easter, yeah, I mean, uh, that was, was it Tammuz that was, like, resurrected on one of them? I think it, he was, yeah. he was um, underground for three days. And I know, I think some of his, uh, his worshipers, they, like, beat themselves and... Did some other things. A lot of things. A lot of things. To <laughs> yeah, yeah. Things. Yeah. Very. And then when he came out, it was on a stake or mm -hmm. you know, something. Who's Tammuz? Tammuz. Yeah, he's a uh, like a. I'd have to look him up again. Yeah, like a deity or he's a deity. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And just also with like rabbits. Age, oh yeah, all of that stuff having like, yeah, to do the with legends. like 
well, the even seasons, the and dramatic fertility. goddess, and there's not a lot about her. There's not. Granted, her name was Ostara. That's where we we get the word Easter. The, right. Easter, the word Easter actually comes from the name of a Germanic goddess. When we celebrate Easter, it's the first Sunday after the first full moon of the vernal equinox. So it's pagan oh my too. God. Yeah, so yeah. everything about it. Yes. Um, here they talk about the groundhog. Well, mm. we just celebrated yeah. Emil, which we is groundhog. We were just talking about day. that too. Yeah. And it, you know, it, it it's just and like that really comes from pagan teachings too. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. We have Bridget, and she was. The Catholics uh, made her into a, a, a saint. A saint. Yeah. So if you're a Catholic and you live in Ireland or somewhere, it's going to be St. Bridget. Mm-hmm. And um, for everyone else, it was Bridget. And the solar cross was a sign of protection mm-hmm. that you would you know, you'd hang above your doors. But, of course, it was Christianized as well. So yeah. Yeah. It's, Many different And things. they changed it to candle mass, too, like when they do the, the candle, like, blessing or candle dress something in the church mm-hmm. right and, mm-hmm. but but yeah uh beltane um which is a really awesome yeah fertility mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. ritual yes um, yeah. yeah that's mayday too that's yeah. mayday yeah and then we have summer solstice and then lunasta yeah, I think so many so different things these, like Valentine's Day was for the first saint. Yeah, yeah. but that it was originally and, Roman. Okay. Yeah, and, and St. Patrick's Day. Right, right. Yeah. I don't know if that one. Like I, I think that's just I don't even. That know actually might. Like, that actually might be like Irish Catholic. It's too. Irish Catholic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. know that one. Yeah, I don't even think it's like I don't. They don't. I don't it's also think interesting. Really celebrated there. I think that's more American. Oh, Probably. Well, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We have our own things going on. Yeah. <laughs> Just a few. <laughs> okay. So I have a two-part question for mm-hmm. you. So the first part of the question is: How would you like the local community to feel? when they experience your business or your writings or just you? Well, inspired. Mm-hmm. I just want to inspire people and not necessarily, I'm not trying to make everyone a witch. Like, oh my God, you should just be a witch because mm-hmm. it's super cool. <laughs> but I just want people to be inspired to, and you can ritualize your self-care, your self-love. Mm-hmm. I mean, you don't have to like it doesn't have to be a spiritual path necessarily i just want people to to be like connect with their inner self more yeah and you know it's just yeah just to feel supported and feel seen yeah that's what i'm hearing from you that (laughs) (laughs) and then how would you like to feel within your community? How can we support you? You know, I'm actually have been pretty amazed with my community. I'm going to have to say mm. because that's a good thing to hear. Yeah. Because I didn't really, I mean, my friends knew, you know, like the people who I was in coven with knew, homeschool community knew, you know, people and I think it wafted like, mm. you know, knew which part what did they know? Like, Monica's something other than Christian. Okay. okay. <laughs> you know, yeah. that. Monica's a witch. <laughs> right. <laughs> and then, uh, when I wrote my book, Magical Family, I decided to have my book launch at the library. And that library just opened it up. And so many people came to support me. 
and they were like Monica I sold out all the books that I had there people from local churches came that's awesome and nobody walked out my parents came Uh, even you know like my sisters came yeah and (laughs) but so I was really pleased you know that made Mm -hmm. me feel really good and then like the library would call me and say hey we want to do something for solstice for these kids, would you oh, come and awesome. lead a like a ritual? Oh, I'm like, okay, yeah. that's cool. Yeah, you know. So I, I have to say, I was really happy with how the um, my community has accepted me. Yeah. Mm. So yeah, I feel like in your own way, you've kind of built a bridge within your own community of being able to like get this kind of information yeah. and support to the people around you too. Because especially with how like small of a community it is, right. To, it's not really easy to find a lot of these types of resources, and I feel like you've been trying to do that for a while because yeah. you actually probably could have needed it yourself at that well, time. Well, exactly, and that was actually why I wrote Magical Family. It's yeah. like, okay, here's the stuff that I learned all by myself. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, here's the good, the bad, and the ugly about trying to raise your your family in this, right. this way. Yeah. Right. And, um, yeah. I probably mean, one of the first books really to talk about a lot of that and sharing like your spirituality right, with your yeah, children right. in a way that's open and and I did it yeah. in a memoir style so oh. I have like stories like yeah. okay this is what happened and oh. this didn't go well or <laughs> you know yeah. this was really cool but yeah. you know this is my fail this is my your win well, my win yeah. <laughs> right right yeah that, like that. and um I try to do that with all my books because I want to connect with people. Yeah. And that's kind of, kind of my thing. I don't want to, like I already said, I don't want to tell you how you should go on your path. I want to like tell you like a friend. Like I want to chat with you and like, this is what happened with me. Here's some personal stuff. Here's some where I cried, you know, under this tree and did this or did this. Mm -hmm. And here's, a little ritual if you want to try it or yeah. if you you know want to make up your own you can do what you want but here's what I learned yeah and so that's kind of kind of my thing and um I think a lot of people too what's been nice is that because I've always been known as kind of like I am like kind of friendly I'll talk to you you know let's be friends whatever let's have coffee and I think that that help because I, I with the perception of what I am like mm-hmm. she's a, I'm not scary oh, you that know? makes a lot of sense too like yeah especially being in a community that's that isn't very familiar right, with the right. life of a witch the things that you probably would have grown up hearing of a witch is that they're scary and they do scary things and, yeah and they're not friendly and to mm-hmm. stay away from them exactly and you were fighting against that like yeah. you're like no actually that's a stigma yeah i'm a loving caring person and i'm going to show you right yeah and i'm not out poisoning your children or doing i have anything. my own yeah i know yeah if i need some i'll just take these I'll just oh, yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> right exactly oh my god but and it's opened up a lot of conversations like people will come up and ask me hey monica like mm-hmm. you know so what is it that you guys do and i can say you know we do this. I do this. Yeah. I yeah. do good things. You're it's mostly about just it. self like <laughs> like it's how I deal it's healing for me. It's it's yeah. my my path. I'm not out there giving a shit about like 
who I hate and can I, you know, like yeah, make their life miserable. Seriously, <laughs> not what it's about at all. No, right, we're right. not even thinking about that shit. <laughs> right. If anything, you're working really hard on yourself. You're exactly. working on your own happiness exactly. and just trying to yeah. create your own thing. It's exactly. like self work and earth work and getting yes. back to the earth. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Wow. Exactly. Just getting people to understand that too, and yeah. to like allow themselves to have an open mind and to actually to make yourself available for that is really awesome too. Because I feel like a lot of people would have felt intimidated, right. possibly by that too. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So it's like, oh, that's just Monica. Monica does. You're great. <laughs> it's like you're a brave person. Uh, mm. Well, thank you. Yeah. I don't know yeah. if you get to hear that very often, but yeah. <laughs> Well, you were speaking to writing a new book. Do you have any other news that you'd like to share? Um, just that. I'm writing a new book. It, right now, the working title is Garden Spells, and it will be a month-to-month. I'm not sure about, because they always have the little, you know, the little, in the title, they, um, put something. I would like the word, I told them, witch in it this time, mm-hmm. so people will know that this is actually, like, a, a witch craft book. It's a, a yeah. Yeah. garden book. Yeah. Um, but it, what it's going to be is a month-by-month guide. Oh, interesting. And so I'm going to combine a little bit of garden know-how, like here's how to plant seeds. Oh my gosh. But, you know, and like we'll start in January and we talk about, because I love folklore. That's probably, mm. like, I, I just love the old ways and, you know, just, I don't know. All so much folklore brings you back into, like, the stories they would pass down yeah. about the seasons and the cycles too. Exactly. Yeah. And I love that. So yeah. I kind of go into that for every month and wow. I start with wassailing and then I tie that to like, if you want to plant a tree, here's how to do it. And by the way, here's the magical correspondences for these trees. And mm-hmm. obviously I'm writing from the perspective of someone who lives in a four season state. Sure. Yeah. Sure. So I do do the traditional, we start in January where it's winter. Sure. And we move, but I also try to add like citrus trees, or I have a little section right at the end where I do five um, plants that I connect to that month, and each of them will have a spell, a charm, a something, a recipe, something, mm, and awesome. then um, correspondence for the month, and then I go through. I do a moon ritual for every month, and. Um, then I do a garden, like, just a quickie, like, in your zone. Like, if you okay. live in zones three to seven, here's kind of what you might be wanting to do in the garden. If you are in the warmer zones, here's kind of what you want to do. And then a magical um, magical know-how section. So, basically, I'm, I'm, we're month by month putting together a garden book of shadows. Oh. And that is just what it'll be. That sounds awesome. Yeah, so I'm actually having a lot of fun writing it. Yeah, yeah, especially with the size of your garden too, and with how much like expertise you have in growing so many. Yeah, master gardener. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) yeah. You wouldn't always know it. Sometimes (laughs) you go out there, it's like. Well, I think you have some limitations according to where you live. Right, right. I just don't like sometimes I just give off. It's like. Okay, I'm not reading. I'm done. Yeah, yeah. There's nothing else going in that box. <laughs> totally. Well, you at least an... you know when to call it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Do you have an expected release date for your book? It won't be until 2024. 
okay. It's, they're two year. So yeah. I, I yeah. get a year to write the book. Yeah. yeah. Which is nice because I'm doing it month by month. So I'm like, yeah. like right now I'm just finishing this section of March. And mm-hmm. I keep, if I keep it this rate, I'm going to have plenty of time and I'm not going to feel stressed out. Okay. Yeah. You know, because if I go, okay, I can do one month section per actual month that I'm right. writing, I yeah. will keep on track. Mm. And I've gotten a little bit ahead, so yay awesome. me. And, um, but anyway, so then the next year is dedicated to them editing it. Mm. So they edit it. It goes through, so when you write a book, it will go through a couple of editors. They, like, they, they hand it out to several people to read. Mm. And they all make notes on it. And give it back to you, and they're really scary. Sometimes you cry. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. I can imagine. <laughs> and then you go through and you fix or tweak or answer questions. They're like, I'm confused. Why would you write that? Or yeah. whatever. Yeah. And then you work with another editor, and she's her. Uh, my editor's name is Lauren, and I've worked with her. Like I worked with her on a lot of the almanacs. She's done mm. uh, both of my other books through Llewellyn. Okay. I love her, so I really trust her. Mm. And so she's the one who does all the cleanup. Like, okay. wow, Monica, your comments are bad. <laughs> you know, <laughs> she does all of that. And then if she has questions, she'll or suggestions, and so she works on that. And in the meantime, they have uh, somebody who does a cover. They send it to me. Do you like this? And then they change the title, typically. So oh. they're like, okay, here's what your book's called. What do you think? And it's like, oh. Like, my first book was called Lessons from the Greenwood. That was oh. my, my working title. Okay. And they're like, no, it sounds too much like school. So we're changing it to Magical Family, which I'm like, okay, that's your job. That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That works. Oh, wow. That's so, so interesting to hear about. And there's yeah. so much almost shadow work even in that to like release and just accept and work and flow well it's actually been really good for me because it's really hard for me like when you write I mean that's your baby absolutely it's sensitive yeah absolutely so it's like it's a thing for me to go here yeah you know now tell me what you think Yes. And for them to, like, do all this stuff. And, you know, I have enough prop my anxiety <laughs> is, like, through the roof half of the time. So for me to actually take it back, open it up, and read it is, it's, like, it's yeah. progress for me. Because yeah. there, there was a time in my life I probably would have went, I'm not doing this, I'm done, I quit. Yeah. 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 That's it. Yeah. And to stick with it and to be like, no, there's still something here. Yeah. I just need to be able to, like meet them in the middle and right. see what it is that I can learn a little bit more and it's such hard work too yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah well where can people find you both online and or in person um you can find me like uh my social media pretty much everything has my name in it so it's just like monicacrossan.com on instagram I believe I'm just Monica Crossan. Mm-hmm. on tiktok I'm a little different it's like witchy writer one I'm still getting used to tiktok the number one right yeah the number yeah. one <laughs> and um, Facebook, it's Monica Crossan. And then my author page, I think it's Monica Crossan, The Magical Family. I don't know. Something like yeah. that. Your website? Um, my website is just www.monicacrossan.com. Okay. Great. So, yeah. yeah. That's easy. Yeah, that plus we'll easy. put it in the show notes. Yeah, everything will be linked in the show notes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for joining us tonight for well, this conversation. Thank you. Yeah. It's been a pleasure. Thanks for driving all that way. You're welcome.